Time travel to fun in the 16th century at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. Ten stages, food, pubs, shopping, jousting. Saturday, Sundays, and Labor Day Monday through October 20th. For tickets, visit MarylandRenaissanceFestival.com. Save big on admission through September 8th. Welcome to the Jarjour Brothers Podcast. You are listening to a pre-recorded version of our show, Sans Sports, a daily debate show about sports. And I'm your co-host, Sammy Jarjour. And I'm George Jarjour. And we're coming at you recorded and direct from the Sant Live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Also, do not forget to tune in to our live Facebook show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Pacific time. You can tune in at Facebook.com slash S-O-N-T live. And I'm glad to be here in Seattle, but stay cool, America. But first, please enjoy our intro music by Jacob West. Good morning and welcome into Sant Live. You're watching that being said of George and Sammy Georgeur on Periscope and on Facebook. Your morning sports show. Um, it is happy Tuesday and happy NBA season. Big day, great day. We're doing an NBA preview today for episode 228. And I'm your co-host, Sammy Georgeur. And I'm George Georgeur. We're coming at you live and direct from the Sant Live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for tuning in today. Hope you're having a fantastic day, fantastic Tuesday. The NBA is back. That's what's trending on Twitter. Just that NBA is back. So welcome back to the NBA. Thank you for watching us, whether it's on Facebook.com slash Live or on our Paris, personal Periscopes at Jarjour and at Jarjour Sammy. That's what's trending on Twitter. The NBA is back. Just the NBA. NBA is back. <laughs> what? <laughs> the way you said it. That's what's trending on Twitter. NBA, the NBA is back. You know, it says the, the NBA. Yes, I know. That, okay, never mind. All right. All right. So we have a few comments. Omar said, uh, damn judge finally showed up last night. CC, a.k.a. CC Zabathia, old fart pitch to hell of a game. Let's see how the next two go. Astros need to score early because that bullpen is just nasty. I think, actually, I think the Yankees will make a comeback just because it is the Yankees. But he said, now, the NBA tip-off. Who else is ready? Rockets in the building. Um, we're ready. NBA preview show. We're going to be going through the over-unders for every team. Uh, MVP, rookie of the year, coach of the year, finals, you know, predictions. Kind of a whole, you know, show just about the NBA. And if you guys have any questions that you'd like us to answer, of course, just put them in the comments, both on Facebook and on Periscope. Just ask, what do you think about this? We'll give it an answer and add it to the show. Rula Muttar says, good morning. Good morning, Rula. William King says, yo, yo, yo. What's up, my friend? Randy Stone said, sup, fellas. What's up, Randy? Keith said, morning, guys. Good morning. Um, William said, LeBron versus Kyrie game one. They have no one to stop LeBron, but they have no one to stop Kyrie either. Actually, that's both very, great that's very that's yeah. very true. I mean, it's kind of funny though. The Celtics literally replaced Isaiah Thomas on their defense, as you know, their defensive guy at their point guard with Kyrie Irving, probably one of the only people who is just as bad defensively. Yeah, I think Isaiah Thomas was second to last worst defensive rating for players in the NBA last year, and Kyrie was like fifth to last or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so they, I mean, they're both pretty bad defensively. But the Cavs improved as a whole defensively. The Celtics lost a lot defensively just when it comes to their players in general. Right. Um, but on the whole, 
Kyrie Isaiah flop. I mean, that's probably two of the worst defensive point guards in the NBA. Absolutely. And you're flopping one for one. Um, but it'd be a fun game to watch if LeBron plays. Keith says, hoping the Celtics kill the Cavs tonight with his fingers crossed emoji. I didn't even know there was an emoji for fingers crossed. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, where, where did you I didn't even know that either. <laughs> That's it, new. And you said there's a shoulder shrug emoji now. Is that... Is that uh, That's been around for a while. I, I've, Every I, famous person's been using it for I months. don't have it. You, you have the shoulder shrug. Well, you don't update your phone ever. So. That, you know, that's probably the problem. Yeah, or your apps or anything. George, I get frustrated with George's lack of updating things. I update my apps every single night before bed. And Keith just sent you a shoulder shrug. Right, and um, um, I, I got I got I got to update my phone for that because I'd probably use that every day. It's a little. I mean, it was really popular like a month or two ago. Russell Westbrook, Lil Yachty, all the famous people, LeBron, everyone used that. Like, it's kind of the trend is slowly is dying. Um, I'm not about just doing the trends. I'm about yes, you are. <laughs> so George is about trends. Um, Keith said. Hoping the Cavs kill or the Celtics kill the Cavs tonight. Um, William King says Keith he agrees him too or Keith or William wants the Cavs to get killed also tonight. Um, Keith said George behind the times. LOL, you are behind the times right now. Yeah, but um, today I am. Keith said Irving's defense should get better. Stevens doesn't like a lack of defense. Yeah, I mean I think there's a better chance with Kyrie that his defense improves compared to a guy like Isaiah Thomas because Isaiah, I don't know if it was, a, I mean, it's, it's with him, even if he puts the utmost effort and listens to Brad Stevens whole um, defensive plan, you're, he's five, eight, not as athletic as most people. I think Kyrie, or, uh, Isaiah Thomas, regardless, is always going to be a de- defensive liability, regardless of the system. Absolutely. At least we've seen Kyrie Irving against Steph Curry even. When he wanted to try to play good defense, we've seen this with a lot of guys now in the NBA. It's like the James Hardens, a lot of these wing players, these offensive-minded players. When they really wanted to play defense, they're fine at it. Right. So I think if Brad Stevens can really instill that in Kyrie, he could. He'll get. I don't think he's gonna get Kyrie to be a defender that tries all the time, no. but he'll get better results than he did with Isaiah, just because of well, I mean, pure physicality. That, I mean, athletically and height is just yeah. I mean, yeah, physical, pure physicality. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing. Athlete, height, everything. It's pure physicality. That's why. Um, and Randy wants to know, thoughts on the Timberwolves? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Um, I have very specific thoughts on the Timberwolves. Yeah, I think the Timberwolves should be pretty good this year. I would pump the brakes for a second until we see how they mesh as a team and how much more mature they got throughout the last season uh they haven't i mean last year before the season everyone thought that was a year they're going to take the step up but i like to pump the brakes a little bit see i think they're going to be really good but i don't think i think it's going to be later on in the season when they get really good rather than coming out of a gate super strong yeah i'm not um i'm not 100 percent sold on them yet i i think they obviously have the talent um thibodeau hasn't really and it's not necessarily his problem, kind of what we're talking about. It depends on the players. But he hasn't really instilled that defensive powerhouse of a team yet. And I don't know how much better Carl Anthony Towns can get as a defender. Um, and just, I mean, I, they have Jeff Teague, Jimmy Butler, Wiggins, and Towns. But they still need to mesh and play well together before we consider them a top five team in, in the West. You know? Right. Yeah, it, t- it takes a while. 
to you know mesh. I mean, even when you have a team like the, I mean, okay, the Warriors last year, but they meshed right away. But that was a super talented team. Look at the Miami Heat of years years ago. It took a while for them to get going. I mean, they became the number you know two seed their first season together. I and mean, this team is not as talented as that, but it just takes a while before teams really hit all cylinders together, especially young teams. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna. It's going to definitely take that time. So um, Keith says Thomas was built to not be the greatest defender because of his height. Irving just needs to want to play some do this rather than be offensive minded. Yeah, but I don't 100%. think he wants to. <laughs> I mean, a lot, most That's not what he said. He said he just needs to want to, to, to play. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying he just, I don't think he wants to because I think a lot of these guys, especially offensive players, want to exert their energy into the offensive end rather than the defensive end in general. Um, it takes a different type of breed to be able to do it on both ends at a high level all the time. And I mean, like a LeBron James or a Kobe Bryant or a Michael Jordan, some it takes a different type of animal to want to play both ends at extreme high levels all game. Yeah, and this is one of those reasons that I'm not like. I'm not that sold on the Celtics, just as a as a whole. I mean, I think the consensus on the Celtics, there are some people that aren't that sold on them, and there's people that are sold on them being better than the Cavs. I, I'm almost at this theory. You look, everyone wants to talk about the Celtics team, like, oh, they're this, they're that. Like, they were the number one seed last year. This team's, I mean, I think there's only, there's only one person that's in the starting lineup that was in the starting lineup last year, Al Holford. Jalen Brown's in the starting yeah, lineup is true. Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Al Horford. And when you listen to that starting lineup, um, I mean, you have Jalen Brown, who's in his second year. He's he he definitely showed good strides last year. But I mean, come playoff time, the guy was not that effective. Um, Jason Tatum, still a rookie. Al Horford's good good NBA player. He's not All Star level anymore. Right. Got, getting a little older. And Hayward and Irving never played together yet. This is their first year together. I'm just not that sold. I mean, I look at a Minnesota Timberwolves team. They're just as talented, and people aren't sold on that. So I'm not, I'm not too understanding on why everybody's already sold on the Celtics team. Um, but, but I definitely understand the potential. I think the Celtics should be surpassed the, the Cavs by next year or the year after. I mean, once they have – once this young lineup has – a year or two together and the Cavs start to age, I don't see why the Celtics team shouldn't be the best team in the East in like a year or two. Right. But I'm just Absolutely. not that sold on them this year. And when I say not sold, I'm not like this guy that's trying to say they're going to go, you know, 38 and whatever. I just don't think they're competing for, to make it to the finals this year at all. I think it's clear cut golden state versus Cleveland again. Um, but I think all this can shift obviously in the year or two with Boston, just with time and with these young players getting better. And you never know, maybe Jason Tatum turns out to be rookie of the year and, and extremely talented early on. And then the narrative changes, but just off of based off of what I know right now, I'm not hundred percent sold because of that reason. I just don't know how the lineup's going to be with a guy in his second year, a rookie, an aging Al Horford, and then Gordon and Kyrie first year together. Now, those two players are very talented, but first year together, just not that sold yet. Right, yeah, and I feel like, I mean, that's fair to say, but that narrative can change. Like right now, yeah, obviously the narrative 
is that the Cavaliers are going to represent the East in the finals. But at the same time, you got to keep an open mind, I guess, if things go haywire and LeBron James is he leaving, if an injury happens, if Isaiah doesn't come back, if Tatum is the rookie of the year. I mean, the narrative can shift. But, I mean, as of today, I think you'd be hard-pressed to – It'd be hard pressed to make an argument for anyone else other than the Cavaliers in to, it, with today's landscape and what we know today, but I believe that it could change if things go, if the LeBron to LA story somehow takes a life of its own and LeBron seems like he has one foot out the door like he did the first time when they lost to Boston, you know, when the first time he left Cleveland, and that story started taking shape and that story started taking narrative and it kind of engulfed the team then maybe the Celtics, if they mesh well, can make the finals, but I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, in my theory, I understand that, but to me that makes no difference on the team whatsoever. I mean, the guy, I think once Dwayne Wade walked into the building, I think it kind of changed LeBron's... I feel like it just changed his attitude about this season. He has his best friend there. I think they're playing, regardless if there's... A situation of him leaving again to LA. You even have his own teammates, like a J.R. Smith, defending him outside of a, a club last week in LA. Is LeBron going to go to LA next year? He said LeBron's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. And it's yeah. like his own teammates are like, we don't really care about this story. Like he's going to do what he wants at the end of the day. We're just here to play this year and win. And I think at the end of the day, with that situation, I'm not concerned about any LeBron to LA story. LeBron's dealt with these free agent stories almost every other year when he does like one plus one contracts of his career. And it, it seems to work out at least making it to the finals. Um, Oh yeah. The last time it didn't work out making the finals was what? Oh, what was that? Eight years ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, but it did engulf him the first time. And they, when he was in Cleveland, the last year in Miami, the last series when he was there, that's all they talked about. Now, am I saying a hundred percent takes, it's going to t- make an effect? No. But, I mean, is it possible? Absolutely. Everything's possible. And right now I'm just saying the narrative could change. Right now the narrative is the Cavaliers are the best team in the East and the Cavaliers are going to make the NBA Finals. That's the narrative today. Now, could it change? Yeah, it could. But uh, am I going to bet on it changing? No. Yeah, I, I, my thing is I don't even see it as Boston being the second contender, though. That's fair. I mean, I mean, I just with just because of their age. I mean – we tend to, I think a lot of times we tend to get extremely hyped in the NBA about young, talented teams before we realize that, man, it takes some time for these young, talented teams to really, to build. You know, I I saw the, the 76ers opened up at like 42 wins at the over-under, and mm-hmm. it's been bet down to like 38. Yeah, I, I, I mean... God, is that the over/under of how many games Joel Embiid's gonna play? <laughs> well, that's my point. Know, like, we, but we get we get too hyped on these young teams that we don't know if these players are injury prone or not. We don't know right. how much they can last throughout a year. We don't even know how they're gonna play together. Like it's just one of those situations. It kind of reminds me of the Wolves last year. I know Kyrie's more established and Gordon Hayward, but they never played together, and they're both in their like low twenties. You know, in their young twenties. They come in. You know, you're supposed to be good, but it might take a year to figure out how to play each other. It might take some, it doesn't mean you're not going to make the playoffs in the East. You're probably still going to be a two to four seed range because yeah. of your talent, but it doesn't mean you guys are going to mesh overnight. And that's the big thing that I have. Um, that's the big thing. I, 
I see with the Celtics team. I mean, like, I wouldn't be shocked if a team like the Warriors, I mean, not the Warriors, the Wizards are just as good as them because they have more veteran talent than the Boston Celtics do. Um, but like you said, I agree that the narrative can always change throughout a season, and that's that's what's interesting about it. Should I go through some of these comments? Yeah, absolutely. We got a, a bunch of them here. Um Omar said, Draymond Green already taking shots to the Rockets. Rockets better bring it tonight. I th- the, Rock- the Rockets are going to play hard tonight, but I, so. I don't think the Warriors are going to let themselves lose on opening night again. No, I don't think the Warriors lose on opening night. I think the Warriors have different goals this year than they did last year. I think last year their goal was to win the NBA championship. I think this year their goal is to just abolish the league. That's what I think. I think they really actually care about trying to set up another winning director. That's what I think. Well, I will see tonight, but I really think this team is trying to be known as the best team of all time. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know how I feel about this team. I respect KD's decision because at the end of the day, he won a championship. And I mean, at the end of the day, nobody can now say like, oh, you've never won. Like, okay, I have. But at the end of the day, we were talking about this last night. Um, We are listening to another podcast and... Mine's plugged in, so I don't know. I think that's your, my mic just stopped working. Go ahead. Um, it's George's mic. Um, so what I was saying is I, I'm kind of tired of this Golden State team. Not tired of it. I just don't enjoy watching them that much. And I think part of it is the predictability of I know how much they're going to – I know how easy it is for them to win when they want to win. I mean, there's no team in this NBA. The Cavs are the only team. And the only reason, as a team, they're not even as good. I think it's it's more of LeBron's factor on being being on the team gives them a chance at the Warriors. They, I mean, they won one game in the in the finals last year. But anybody else, even this OKC team and this Houston team, like, I just don't see anybody that has a chance. Yeah, I mean, that's what makes it kind of it makes it cool, but also. It's not cool. I mean, but at the same time, the Warriors are probably one major injury. I mean, they can probably withstand a Draymond injury. They can probably withstand a Klay Thompson injury. I think they're a Steph Curry or Kevin Durant injury away from that, and all of a sudden the Rockets have a chance or the Spurs have a chance or the Thunder have a chance. But I think it take a major injury and a major blow to either Kevin Durant or Steph Curry for that to happen. No, I agree with that, but th- I, I like to when I look at season previews, I try to put all side injuries because I mean, obviously, like if LeBron James goes down, then the whole right. landscape of the East is different too. But just assuming that we're in the situation that we're in right now, where whoever's playing is playing, there's nobody has a chance. So it 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 just kind of ruins the the fun for me. And I mean, that's part of like why people don't like LeBron James and him being in the East because they're always like, oh, we know he's gonna win. That's why it's not fun. And that's how I'm starting to feel personally about. Golden State on the other side, it's like, what's the point now? It's like, let's just watch the Cavs and Warriors in the finals. And it's starting to get like, I don't know. The Warriors team is just, uh, it, they're starting to get obnoxious to me. I actually love Draymond Green, but even him, he's starting to get obnoxious to me. Tell me he's like, nobody stands a fucking chance against us. And I'm like, you guys aren't that cool for putting together literally the greatest lineup of all time. I mean, that doesn't take, it's not like you guys... It's not like you guys were like the biggest underdogs in the world and then like shocked the world. But like the, those three guys that started the team were, yeah. but then like you literally took the second best player in the world and you walked on your team and you guys won. It's like, I, I just don't, I wouldn't be as cocky. If, like, I just feel 
like I don't like him. And this is all personal opinion, so it's not even like right. a debatable thing. It's just that's how I see it, and that's why I don't enjoy watching them. No, that's fair enough. I mean, if you don't enjoy watching them, then, I mean, a lot of people don't enjoy them because it's not the traditional basketball that people are used to. There's nothing to do with traditional basketball for me right now. I don't like that they think they're this like super cool out of nowhere like yeah we're the best nobody can fucking beat us they say these things yeah. and it's like you guys literally accept, had the best record of all time yeah. and then took the second best player in the NBA yeah. and put two MVPs on the same team and then won to beat and then beat LeBron James and now you're like and Draymond Green's out here like motherfuckers know they don't stand a chance it's like yeah, you're but, not first of all Draymond you're not Steph or Katie first of all yeah, so he's the mouth of the team. Yeah, but I, but first of all, if you got hurt, they could still probably win a championship. Right. Number one, number two, it's like I'm just tired of watching a team like that think they're the shit for beating LeBron James last year when it took adding Kevin Durant. Right. No, that's like fair. I mean, but if they back it up, I mean, I guess you can't really say anything. I mean, they. No, you can. You can say they're obnoxious oh, as yeah, hell. Oh, yeah, you can say that. And they, if they didn't add Kevin Durant last year, they probably would have lost again. Possibly, we don't know that. Yeah, I mean, well, we know that the one time we've played the two healthy, the Cavs versus Warriors healthy, the Cavs won the one time it was healthy versus healthy without Kevin Durant. Well, without yeah. Kevin Durant, but it's not like we Yeah, but I think Kevin, that's Durant. like if Kevin Durant joined the Cavs, you'd be saying the same thing about the Cavs. Right, so. but he didn't. Yeah, but no, but but that's why I don't and understand if the, people. And if the te- team wasn't as inclusive as they are where they – allow players to come in and move the ball around and play unselfish basketball, then a player like Kevin Durant probably would never join. So, I mean, part of the thing is, yeah, they can be obnoxious and they can be loud and they can have all this bravado, but at the same, which, I mean, God, it, it can be annoying. I'm telling you that right now. You know how I feel. I mean, go to football for a second. Our Seattle Seahawks, when they talk too much, I hate it. It's, it, it bugs me. But at the same time, if they weren't uh, now back to the Warriors. If they weren't so unselfish on the court and so willing to pass the ball, so willing to move the ball, so willing to not really care who takes the shot, rather they play, they make the right basketball play. I mean, that team is plays basketball the way ba- like basketball should be played. Then Kevin Durant might have never joined them anyway. So I mean, part of their, I guess luster is that they're able to off the court yeah they can be annoying but on the court they play basketball the way basketball should be played yes yeah i mean yeah but that's not regardless of the point i'm not against them in a way of basketball i'm against them in the way of i just don't enjoy it anymore because it's like you guys literally put together a team that everyone wants to talk about like lebron put together super teams not even close to anything that we've ever seen with this warriors team this warriors team is more than any super team we've ever seen jordan on lebron on the boston big three like this is at another height and that's why i just i'm i'm kind of i'm at the point where i'm over it yeah i mean at the end though i mean i think every super team and every team that assembles always is going to try to assemble a better team than the previous one. I mean, like if LeBron James, let's say LeBron James wants to leave somewhere else, right? Would you fault LeBron James if there was three other superstars on that team and he came in as the best superstar and he was the fourth? Or let's say there was four superstars and he became the fifth. Like, do we fault people for trying to just build something better? I know, I forget the obnoxious part of things. Like, just look at it as a pure sense of, okay, this team's stacked. Like, would you blame 
It's not possible. I, four, I think this is the max that they could fit on the team. But not necessarily. I mean, money wise, everyone yeah. t- people take pay cuts. I'm just okay. I'm just I'm I'm making a an, here's the theory a though. Question. Go ahead. Because it's a different situation. Again, we're not just talking about a team that a couple guys came from here. And we made a super team. We're talking about a team that won the finals, had a back-to-back MVP, then lost the finals, blew a three-one lead, and previously came back from a 3-1 lead against this team that this guy, who's the second best player in the NBA, decided that after he blew a 3-1 lead to them and after they had the best record in the NBA, in the NBA, he would go later on and join them and make them the greatest team of all time for the second year in a row. And to me, that's where the whole... Like when LeBron went to Miami, we had Dwayne Wade there. Chris Bosh ended up being a free agent. LeBron ended up being a free agent, right? They made a little bit of a team. They were still one of the oldest teams in the NBA, won a couple championships. They weren't like this Warriors team where they were at this extreme height of dominance, like roster-wise. I mean, this Warrior team's at another level. And so for me, I just didn't – I don't like the whole – I think part of it for me is maybe the whole story behind Katie losing to the Warriors, like blowing the lead, and then okay, the Warriors having you? the best record of all time and then him joining them and them – and uh, them calling him after they lost the finals and how much about got if team. okay, Katie's the second best player in the league. Who's James Harden? Right, he didn't lose to them to the Warriors. How about James Harden went to the Warriors last year instead of Kevin Durant? Would you have the same feelings? Say that again. Let's say it wasn't Kevin Durant and it was James Harden that joined the Warriors. Would you have the same feelings? Yes, I'd I'd not like them anymore. I okay, loved so, Kevin Durant. So, Kevin Durant was one of my favorite players in the So NBA. it's not about the 3-1 lead and the blown lead. It's just the, that he joined a good team. No, you said if James Harden was in the same situation. No, no, I said let's say James Harden who didn't get beat by the Warriors, right? Oh, well, I'd, I would be less of a against That's what it. I'm asking, yeah. Oh, by far yeah. be less against it because okay, James Harden's enough. never even made a finals. Like Kevin Durant's made a finals. He was so – say the same with James Harden. He was on the OKC team with – Different. Durant. He was a six-man. Come on. Like we, we can't – we have to take everything with its variables. We can't just say one thing like like Kyrie Irving and LeBron James are complete. Like it doesn't matter that Kyrie won a championship with LeBron; they're still different, correct? Would you right. put them on different levels? Yeah. Would you put KD and James Harden on different levels as basketball players? Yeah, but I mean they're both probably top ten in the league. So, and some people say that about Kyrie too, but it's still yeah. different levels. I mean, we're gonna compare James Harden being a six man compared to Durant being their best player. True. I mean that's that's different. James Harden's never been to the finals as the main guy in his team. Yeah, absolutely. Kevin Durant has. And Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook should have beat the Warriors with a 3-1 lead, just like the Warriors probably should have beat the Cavs with a 3-1 lead. But they blew it, and then he went ahead and joined that team who also ended up blowing a 3-1 lead in the finals, and they had the best record in the NBA. Just the whole situation is what made – it's not just about it's Durant and it's the Warriors. It's kind of about the whole situation. And you've agreed on this, I think, on the this, this show in the past when it happened, um, which was – as a competitor, which, you know, maybe he has a different mindset than me as a human being, but me personally, I could not have joined that Warriors team after blowing a 3-1 lead to them, personally. I, I personally probably couldn't either. Yeah, like, just as a competitor, I know you would have been, your mindset would have been, I'm going to fucking beat them next year. Yeah, but, I mean, so I'm just at, not going to fault. No, that, 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 again, I'm not faulting him for not being like me, but that's why it's fair for people to like some people and not like some people. Absolutely. So we don't like LeBron James because... He happens to play in a lesser of a conference. To me, that's not a big deal because if I was playing in a lesser of a conference and made it to seven straight finals, I'd probably be like, 
I'm in seven straight finals. Like, right, who cares? Exactly. But with Kevin Durant's situation, I wouldn't be the guy. If I was Kevin Durant, you know what I'd probably done? I probably would have, if I didn't like playing with uh, Russell Westbrook, I probably would have gone and joined a good team in the East and been like, I'm also going to take easier competition and try to win there. I would, I personally, I know for a fact, I would not have John, went and joined the Warriors just because of my competitive nature. Right. I, I mean, I know you'd be the same way. You'd be like, you'd be too angry like at that loss to be like, Oh, I'll join you guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, like I said, I just don't fault him for it though. But I, and it doesn't make, I mean, I guess for me, I enjoy watching that team play basketball. I think they play basketball the right way and it's, they're really, really good. So I, I just enjoy it. And I guess for me too, I, I probably am a little biased because I, hate the war the thunder because of the whole sonics thing so when kevin durant left i didn't care where he left to it just was glad that he was gone yeah i mean maybe, maybe that's part of it too i mean we're all human we all have our biases and our own reasons for thinking things and do they have to be rational no they don't because <laughs> it's sports now if this was uh politics or it was uh war or it was something serious super serious and and had a major impact on the world in general then yeah maybe we should have more rational reasons for liking things maybe you don't like i mean sammy doesn't like steph curry sometimes because he chooses mouth guard does that is that rational no but should it be no it doesn't have to be rational. actually i don't like him because he's cocky and he's not the best player in the nba and the between the mouth guard is a cocky move everyone knows that that's a him trying to it's him walking around like it's a cockiness move, and I don't think he should be cocky because he's not—he's not a top three player in the NBA, and he tries to act like it. Fair enough. So um, we have a lot of comments because people are getting in arguments about Jordan and LeBron. Um, so I lost some of the comments, guys. Sorry, there's just a lot of them. Um, but I, know, I have so many of them. Devin said, "Y'all talk about the weak East. Go look at all the teams around Jordan going to playoffs. Some were worse than our worst teams today, which is true. But either way." Here's the thing. I listened to this on a podcast the other day. Somebody was saying, uh, who, I don't remember who it was. Somebody said it. The NBA was a lot weaker in Jordan's time, regardless of what anyone wants to say. But at the end of the day, no one's going to listen to that argument. No one's going to listen to the argument that the NBA is better now or worse then. So at the end of the day, if you think Jordan's better, you think Jordan's better. If you think LeBron's better, LeBron's better. The, the, I agree the NBA was not. Actually, it's almost a given fact of science that the NBA is more talented now. And with just the amount of talent that we have in the NBA, it's it's obvious that there's more super teams and it's harder to win now. But like the, I think it was a Bill Simmons podcast. They were saying no one's ever going to listen to the fact that the NBA was easier or no one's ever going to listen to the fact that the NBA is harder now. And so either way, when you make these arguments, I think this one thing I've realized with like the GOAT argument, I think LeBron James is not necessarily the GOAT. I think he's the best basketball player of all time. I call him the boat. And I think... Jordan is the GOAT because he is the greatest aspect. And now you can argue that either way you want, but I think at the end of the day, what I've realized, I mean, we, we got in this argument with a friend in a, at, a, at a birthday party on Friday, and it's just he agreed with me. He said if you just look at it as a basketball standpoint, take aside the rings, LeBron's the best basketball player of all time. But then, of course, you have to say Jordan's the GOAT if we're talking about a greatness level. And I just think it's one of those arguments that no matter what, I don't think both sides will ever come to a middle point on it unless LeBron ends up winning six. Yeah, I mean, I can sit here and try to 
give you my reasons for why I think Jordan's better or and I think Jordan's the greatest of all time and the best of all time but I can argue from now until the next thousand years and I can it's like that one of those things like if you if I go on Facebook right and I'm like oh like in politics oh abortion abortion is bad and this is why blah 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 anyone who is on the other side is not going to listen read that post and say Oh, yeah, you completely just changed my mind on abortion. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, people have their notions and they have their points. And it's about kind of like understanding each side. And there are sides to each and every argument that you can make. But then you want you got everyone picks and chooses the side that, you know, is more convenient for their argument. You yes. Know what yeah. Uh, that's 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 true i mean my my biggest thing is i just feel like the jordan arguments people want to ignore parts of the lebron argument and like lebron arguers want to ignore parts of the jordan argument yeah yeah. so it's like it's such a it's like i see people arguing in the contrary about like well lebron sits out games okay well if i said something about jordan retired for two years and had a break people would be like that doesn't matter and it's like well i don't think the resting games matters because he's going to have a 20-year career and you're going to think retiring doesn't matter and you're going to think this i'm going to think this why does either one matter (laughs) you know what i mean like because it's it's a way of validating who worked harder played harder played more sure but okay like lebron takes a tuesday off in milwaukee does that make him any less of a basketball player no. no, is Michael Jordan retired, played, wanted to try baseball, didn't do well at it, came back and won three more championships. Did those year and a half he took off make him any less of a basketball player when he was on the court? No. Well, the only part that people try to use, a lot of the resting, it's like if, you, if I say that LeBron has more longevity and you're going to say he rests, that's why, I would, I guess that could be a part of an argument, but at the same time, that's not even part of the argument. Regardless, if, if your guy plays like 20 years, the guy plays 20 years. I don't care if he rested or not. Neither do I. <laughs> like but, if, and I'm on the Jordan side of things, but I think sometimes people try to use points that have absolutely nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I can agree with that. You know, like uh, the whole baseball thing. Oh, Jordan retired for two years. Okay. LeBron rests on Tuesdays. Okay. <laughs> like... LeBron switched teams multiple times. Like, big deal. Okay. Jordan might have done that if he was in. Here's the thing. You know, LeBron, if LeBron was drafted to the Bulls and he got players around him, maybe he would have played his whole career in Chicago. Maybe. If Jordan was drafted to Cleveland and had LeBron's situation, maybe Jordan would have done what? Switch teams? Maybe. Like, we don't know. Like, everyone was talking about, oh, Kobe's never switched teams. Kobe was blessed to be on the Lakers, and guess what? They had a good organization. Got to play in Los Angeles, where it's, it's easy to Lakers. bring free agents. It's probably the best basketball, probably the best place to play if you're an NBA player. Yeah, and they got free agents and everything, and so yeah, I mean. So of course he's not going to switch. LeBron got drafted to Cleveland. I mean, I'm sorry for if anyone's watching from Cleveland. It's not New York. It's not Chicago. It's not LA. I agree. Um, on Periscope. Somebody said Levito Yo Catalina. I like it. Yeah, Levito Yo Catalina. Sweet CC 15 minutes ago. Sorry, I don't remember what this is about. I agree, LOL, about the Cavs. Let me know what that was about. <laughs> and then, all right, how do I handle these comments? I'm losing a lot, but I'm just going to read a couple. All right. Devin said, y'all want to talk about rings and championships? Then Robert Ory is the GOAT. Bill Russell, 
laughing my ass off. He got 11. That's one big thing that I talk about too. And William said, could you imagine the Cavs having to play OKC in the first round, then the Spurs second round, then uh, I missed the comment. It moved. But yes, I get it. The East is less talented. But at, uh, but at the same time, I'm I'm sure if LeBron was in the West, he wouldn't go to mm-hmm. how many straight finals? Seven, eight, right, right. But he still would have made it to the last. He in the last ten years, he still would have made it to five or six finals. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like uh, one thing about that is I understand that he wouldn't go to as many finals if he was in the East or if he was in the West. But people act like he wouldn't make the finals if he was in the West. He would still make the finals. Sometimes when when he won those championships, for example, those are teams he would have been playing in the Western Conference Finals. And so if he beat them, then he would have gone to the finals. You know, like, I, I just don't like the... I don't like the argument that, well, he wouldn't go to the finals if he was in the West. Well, we don't know that, but... He wouldn't go to seven straight. I said that already, but yeah. we don't know. We, you don't... You can't say he wouldn't go to the finals. Right. He, he did beat the Warriors and the Spurs. He beat the Spurs. He beat the Warriors. He beat OKC. Right. I mean, it's not like he's never beat a team from the West and never won a championship. Definitely. Um... Uh, Keith says LeBron plays in a way softer league. I would say so- depends what you consider softer, but yeah, like the, the hand checking, everything. Of course, yeah. It's a, I mean, and what's softer really? I mean, we always people always want to make that argument that okay, the league's softer. But do we know it's? But I yeah, I guess there's now people got like private jets and stuff like that. It's not. No, I think they're talking about like softer league, like on the court. Well, yeah, I mean, but on the, the court, the, the rules are different. Now. We did watch that '93 finals, was it? '93, the Bulls yeah. and, and Suns. I was sitting with George watching it on YouTube, and I was like, look, like Jordan, Charles Barkley, these guys, they got all the calls when somebody yeah. nicked their arm. I mean, I think the league's always kind of been favored towards. The stars, right? Oh, yeah. And the definitely. sense of, like, calls. Like, if you got shoved on a lip, you were getting a foul. A lot of that's those videos we've seen of, like, the Pistons brawls and all these, and we always, like, look how hard the league was. People were still getting fouls for these things. Yeah, it's just definitely. that the league was more – people were more aggressive, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and, and on, I guess, yeah, there was hand, no hand – you can hand check, which makes a little difference. Yeah. Um. Let's see. William said Warriors was up 3-1. Green got kicked out of game five because of LeBron saying the NBA was to take a look at what he did. Plus, Bogut was out game seven. I mean, I think Draymond Green should have been suspended. Anybody that kicks somebody in the ball should be suspended. Should have been yeah, suspended. regardless. But that, that did change the series. I'll, I admit that. Yeah. But he it, should have been suspended. It was good. I mean, good. And good thing he got suspended. Good thing they lost that finals. Now they got Kevin Durant. Yeah, they would have got, I mean, blessing in disguise. Like, let's say they were up three one. Let's say they won that finals. Would they have? They probably wouldn't have signed Kevin Durant. Durant would still be in OKC. Russell Westbrook wouldn't have won the MVP last year. Um, the Warriors. Who knows what would happen with the Cavaliers? The Celtics maybe won't get Kyrie Irving because if maybe the Cavs won again and paul george might not be in okc Melo won't be would probably still be in new york like it changed they probably wouldn't It'd have the cap space to get Dwayne wade like yeah like the whole entire league changed because draymond green draymond green kicked lebron in the boss exactly um and then this is not i don't think this is about the lebron this is about the super teams but tyler bremen said agree with sammy 100 percent um warriors took uh 
the Warriors got took it to another level, like to completely different levels. I'm uh, just wondering what the next level after that is. Cause I don't think there is. It's it's very hard to be possible. Yeah, but I mean, we history has come to show that whenever we think there's a level that's not going to be topped, a new level comes in. I'm not saying it will now. It might be 10 years from now. It might be one day there might be no salary cap and a team in L.A. Who knows? That's the only option is if there's no salary cap. Or, if, or if some if everyone decides to take a pay cut. Yeah, that's that's very rare. That's very. I feel like that's that's not that's very unlikely to happen. Though. Everyone to take pay well, cuts. It's also very unlikely to happen that you have four superstars on one team right now. And it was also very unlikely that Kevin Durant was going to join the Warriors in their prime. I mean, a lot of things are unlikely, but um, if what is the next level? Eventually, there's going to be another. Uh, you're level. saying that, that it always is another level. There's not actually always another level. This is the first time there's another level. Jordan was on a super team just as much as LeBron or the Big Three or all this stuff. Uh, Charles Barkley started the Big Three super teams era. I mean, we've never seen this level until now. That's this is the only time it's been one upped. When has it been one up before that? It hasn't, but it's going to be. Down okay, so one. but I'm saying it's been one up to once in 25 years. So yeah, I don't see a big. Years. Yeah, and that that would be a, in my opinion, I think that next 25 years would be if there's a no salary cap. Other than that, I think people want to get their money because even if Durant, like you know, you take like a little pay cut, mm-hmm. they still can't fit another like. Superstar right now, if they wanted to, unless every and just said they can, they might make a run at Paul George. Yeah, because then they'd have to cut other players. Clay Thompson would have to take the pay cut. I'm saying it's very rare to, it's going to be very rare to find a team that you have three stars taking a pay cut and two stars not. Right. And then you know, but that's yeah. I mean, that's what crazy stuff is. It's rare. I'm not saying it's going to be. I know. I'm just giving you my opinion, bro. I'll give you my opinion. We don't have to keep talking about. I'll tell you what my opinion is. I just don't think it's going to happen. Okay. So what else we have? Devin said, win is a win. Green is a grown-ass man. Shouldn't have acted that way. Oh, well, just like how Sissy over there throwing temper tantrums, having people hitting people with mouthpiece, mouthpieces, and y'all call LeBron a crybaby. Has he ever hit a fan of frustration? That is one thing that I find really interesting about the whole Steph Curry stuff. Like, if anybody else in the NBA, it's not just a LeBron versus Steph Curry thing. If anybody else in the NBA threw their mouthpiece and hit a fan off, like crying about a call, they would get so much shit for it. Steph Curry, people are like, he's so like lovable. Like if Draymond Green did that, I feel like he would have been suspended. Yeah, same with most players. Too. Most players, right? But even and LeBron wouldn't have been suspended, but LeBron would get more criticism for mm-hmm. throwing his mouthpiece and hitting a fan. Steph Curry is one of the only players in the NBA that could do that without it being like. Like uh yeah, because he d- doesn't look intimidating. Yeah, because it, d- yeah, it doesn't seem rude from him. Right. Because then after he's like, "Oh my bad," you're like, "Oh, he actually didn't mean it." Right. Even though, I mean, he didn't mean to hit the guy anyway. No, no, but he didn't. It, it it is funny. Um, William said Warriors built their team through the draft and added KD and then traded away six players from that seventy win team. So that's not the same team. Um, yeah, it's a good point, but I I that I did mention that. I understand most of it was built from the draft. That's why I didn't really have a problem with the Warriors pre-KD. Mm-hmm. It's just the post-KD that's really like, holy God. Because the Warriors pre-KD is very impressive because Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green were all undervalued people coming into the draft. Yeah. That proved everyone wrong. Right. It's not like they went and signed all three of them as free agents and they were all like, you know, max players or 
all that. They basically developed three really good players. Yes, I think that's very impressive. Um, okay, I'm going to start going quick. Uh, Keith said, yep, agree with Sammy. The super team is on a whole nother level. And then we had, uh, where am I at? I've been screenshotting them. Uh, Jeremy said, pretty bad when your team is above 25 years old and you're considered old. Yeah, that's the NBA now. Um, uh, Tyler said, Durant was my favorite player in the NBA before that. Now he's not even in my top 10. Keith said, yeah, same Tyler. Uh, William said, Devin, it wouldn't be the same because Bill Russ played eight teams back then. That's a great point. Keith said, Durant will never be the GOAT. I think George and I have a strong agreement on that one. On Durant? Not being the GOAT and not even being the best player in the NBA for like yeah, a year no, or two. I mean, it's kind of, I don't, I think that ship has sailed as far as him ever becoming the greatest of all time. I mean, it's just, I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Devin said, there's a lot of excuses. Keep them going, baby. And then William said, Katie did not play, like playing with Westbrook. And no, I understand that. I don't blame Katie for leaving. I know George doesn't either. I don't. No, I don't at all. Like, my whole point is just about where he went. Devin said, Jordan fantasizers, what were the Bulls' record after Jordan quit? I'll wait. How many times did Jordan quit? I'll wait. He's like, then here's your responses. But he came back and won a ring. That's true. I, I do. You know, the funny thing is I've lost all the comments. Uh, well, no, I have them. They just, okay, you yeah, know, when there's so. too many, they run. You can't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm trying to. And the Bulls only lost two less games after Jordan quit. And I also call it quitting, too, by the way. He did walk. I think the first time, the, the one in the middle of his career, that was, he said there's, like, too much pressure and blah, 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 blah. Like, he did quit the first time. Sure. Or got I, suspended I in George's eyes. Yeah. George thinks he got suspended. Yeah, and then everyone wants to make that argument. Oh, they only lost two more games. Within a year, he came back. They won 18 more games. So I, there's you can make an argument on either side. Yeah. Um, Williams said Jordan never quit while playing. That's a shot at LeBron, I think. Devin said still point. Uh, Jordan was greedy, liked to bet on his own games, paid referees, fought teammates physically, fought coaches. I don't think he ever paid referees. Yeah, I don't think he's ever. You never know, though, with Jordan. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if he did, like, once. Just, like, slipped him some cash. No, no, no. He's not, he's not a cheater. That's true. Jordan's the second best player of all time in my eyes. So I'm not, I'm not a Jordan hater at all. I just think I think he's the greatest player of all time, and I think he's the second best player of all time. And if you don't think that theory makes sense, then you're just going to have to live with it because I think it makes sense. Keith says at least Jordan didn't sit out games because he was tired. Don't hate LeBron, but he's being paid a million to play unless you're injured. Get out there and play uh, what you are paid to do. I completely. I think George has, yeah, I was going to say George has opinions on that. I, I'm kind of fine with it, but whatever. Um, Devin said, Jordan quit like three times, buddy. Y'all call it retire, but it's quitting. He was emotionally drained and had to leave. Yeah, the same shit. I'd rather have LeBron, though, stay in the NBA and rest once in a while than leave for a year or two like Jordan did. For, for just for my viewing purposes, not not talking about their legacies. Viewing purposes, mm-hmm. I'd prefer LeBron sitting a couple games than him retiring and then like not having LeBron for a year or two and then coming back. For my personal like of watching the playoffs. Yeah, I guess it's yeah, good, yeah, it makes sense. Um, and I'm not saying that's why Jordan retired like to rest. I'm just saying I. It was just a pure thought of personal um, what I'd prefer to watch. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for your 
Obviously. For our entertainment, it'd be better just to watch them. I mean, entertainment-wise, would you rather have a guy leave the league or a guy take, you know, 10 out of 82 off? I mean, And then play the whole playoffs, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Um, Keith said, yes, George, later on. I'm moving up, guys, a little bit. I'm sorry, because I want to get to some of these over-unders in the futures. We'll do like 10 minutes on the over-unders really quick and then do the futures. We have 30 Yeah, minutes. the futures are awesome. Yeah. So uh, Devin said, you all just fans. I'm not switching teams. That doesn't matter to me. Kobe tried to leave is what Devin said the same year he won, like 07. He tried to leave the season before it started. Kobe That's got true. lucky and won that year. Jordan got that love game. Um, did Kobe really try leaving? Um, he oh, yeah, he was trying to, like, until they got him players, right? Yeah, I think he requested a trade, and he almost got traded to the Chicago Bulls. Interesting. Um, Rex made a good point. If LeBron was in the West, you could argue people would want to go to the East instead. Like a lot of power teams would like would have formed more in the East. I've never thought of that, and that's a very good uh, theory. That is a good theory, actually. If you, wow, Rex, that was actually. <laughs> I mean, like it's not for sure, but it's a good theory that a maybe a theory. lot of these other teams would have formed in the in in, in the, the West or in, in, in the, the East, East rather than the West. That's a. I've never thought of that theory. Yeah, because. If you're a star and you're like, I can go to this team in the East that's going to be close, but I'm going to have to play LeBron and probably lose, maybe you're just like, forget it. But how about now if with the Warriors? One thing I would say compared to LeBron and the Warriors is, if you notice, you said the Warriors are one injury away from being done. Mm -hmm. I don't think we consider that with the Cavs because so far, LeBron's never even missed a playoff game. Durant and Curry actually do have... Injury history. Injury histories. Yeah, which but they LeBron, got lucky with last year. Not one. KD was almost out for the year. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, LeBron has never been hurt. In, but you never know. I mean, everyone's always one play away. Hopefully, but not because for entertainment purposes, the more LeBron, the better. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, let's move up to some of these. Uh William said, Rex, the reason the players are going to the West is because there's no good players in the East to team up with to beat the Warriors. No, I actually disagree with that. Because if you're, like, you could you could go, if you're Chris Paul or if you're James Harden, you could leave and go team up with, like, John Wall and Bradley Beal. Or you can go team up on the Miami Heat. And yeah. the Miami Heat would be a pretty damn good team. It's not as, um, it's not as many options. But there's still options. There are, I mean, you can make options wherever you want to make options. Yeah. I mean, you kind of create your own in the NBA. And for example, uh, LeBron and Chris Bosh, two free agents, join in the same place in Miami. Exactly. You can do that. Um, Devin said Jordan didn't win until Pippen got there. If he had never acquired Scotty, he wouldn't have six rings. That I agree with, but at the same time, if LeBron didn't go play with D-Wade. Then Chris Bosh yeah. might have not won rings either. So, yeah. I mean... I mean, no players. Magic Johnson wouldn't have won rings without Abdul Jabbar and James Worthy, and Larry Bird wouldn't have won without Kevin McHale. Um, Hakeem Olajuwon wouldn't have never won without. Well, he won one without Clyde Drexler, but he had a good supporting cast. And like, it takes other to win multiple championships in the NBA. Usually, you have to have some sidekicks. I mean, yeah, you can catch lightning in the bottle with like the Dirk Mavericks that one year, but in general. It's not no one wins with one guy. Yeah, yeah. Mul- at least multiple championships. Multiple. I mean, there's been like those obvious. I mean, Dirk shouldn't even have won. LeBron choked that year. That's the one year that yeah. I don't. 
I've given LeBron excuses on years when it comes to like, okay, you lost Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving in the finals against a Warriors team. Fair. But like the the one against the Mavs, you can't really – they just – he just didn't play well. True. And, yeah, yeah you shouldn't lose Dirk. Um, um, so, okay, there's just a lot of comments. Pretty much everyone keeps arguing about LeBron and um, um, LeBron and Jordan. Right. But at the end of the at the end of the day, guys, I mean, people are talking about what's the age of everybody that's saying this and all that. I mean, at the end of the day, we're just talking who's. I I mean, George sees Jordan as the best of all time. He has his reasons. I see LeBron as the best of all time because if you look at the numbers and longevity already. LeBron, in my eyes, is the best player of all time. I understand Jordan has the greatness side. Um, I think both, it, it, both. There's a reason that everyone in the comments and George and I here were both all arguing Jordan, LeBron. I think it's becoming apparent that those two are the, the two. The two that matter. Yeah, and I don't see anybody here being like, oh, but what about Tim Duncan being the goat? Like or Kobe it, Bryant. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. I've noticed a lot of people mention Kobe's great, but I didn't see anybody say, "Come on, obviously Kobe's better than both of them." So yeah. obviously, I think everybody here, Unders- I think, yeah, understands no, that this is uh, that this is a this. There's a reason these two are the ones we're debating. Exactly. But yeah, I agree. Anywho, let's get to the over unders. Um, We'll do the over-unders in about – it'll take about like 10 minutes, and we'll do our futures for 20 okay. minutes, and we'll we'll get this going. Great. We're going to go in order. Everybody, go ahead, and as we go through team by team, tell us if you think they're going to have over this amount of wins or the under. I'm giving you the Vegas odds of what they opened at for the over-under. This over is under. always tough because especially this is now like football where we win – game by game so i mean if some teams are over and this doesn't add up to the exact amount of wins that nba is supposed to have <laughs> then don't yeah these are don't just care. guesses yeah <laughs> um and williams said sammy jordan played less games minutes in years and has more no i understand that i do get that i'm I, that's why i think he's the greatest of all time yeah i i, I feel like i'm just almost done with this argument i think everyone's so like with the jordan and lebron argument everyone's so stubborn like i can tell sammy a million things he's not going to change his mind sammy can tell me a million things i'm not going to change my mind except for i'm a pretty reasonable guy for thinking actually i disagree with that because i used to think actually i strongly disagree with what you just said i used to think i used to say that lebron's also the goat not jordan but I have, okay, I, I'm not I have been convinced by you even. So I actually do listen to words. No, 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 I'm talking about best of all time. Like we can – I'm not faulting you for this. Everyone has their no, stance. No, and, but I'm telling you, I, I heard what you said. You said everybody's not going to change their opinion. Actually, I have changed my opinion from LeBron's the GOAT to I actually said actually Jordan is the GOAT because greatness, I think being the greatest of all time is different than being like the most talented or the best player of all time. Right. And so I have changed my opinion that I think Jordan is the GOAT. He has the most accomplishments. He's he has the best resume. But I think as a basketball player, LeBron has shown to be the best basketball player of all time. And maybe not as great as Jordan because maybe he doesn't have the same, you know, the same fire or the same competitiveness to win as much. But that's how uh, that's how I think it 
and Devin said, y'all don't want to let go of that girlfriend. I understand, George. Hello. No, it is like one of those things of the past, though, too. But, like, I keep saying with that, and that's why I, like, this. it's such a mute conversation because about the greatest of all time, Jordan versus LeBron, because LeBron's story is not over yet. It's, like, I feel like sometimes, like, you're watching a movie, right, and we're three-fourths away through the movie. We don't know how the movie ends yet. I mean, that's why I like to, like, kind of, pump the brakes on that could lebron james become the greatest of all time absolutely is he right now in my opinion no but i feel like a lot of these arguments between the greatest of all time best of all time everyone's gonna stick to their guns and ride it all the way to the sunset baby so um i'm i'm not ready to announce lebron's better than jordan or greater than jordan but i'm ready to say that Man, he has he he's the first player since Jordan with the opportunity to come in and take the crown. You, I mean, you're saying it's the story's not over. Do you think the story can get worse for LeBron? It could if LeBron if LeBron plays this year plays well and has a bad season. And, not bad, but like let's say they the media circus about him going to LA actually does do something to the team. And then they lose in the second round of a playoffs. When he goes to L.A., then he never, you know, wins a championship in L.A. Some, I mean, things can happen like that. I'm not saying they're going to happen. Uh, but, yeah, things could get worse. I mean, and things can get also better. They could win the championship this year in Cleveland. Then maybe he goes to L.A. and wins two more championships. And I'm like, oh, my God, this yeah. guy is the greatest. Like, it can I go just e- find it funny because when LeBron doesn't make it to the finals, it's his story getting worse. If Jordan loses – as long whatever Jordan does, because he's his story is his story's over. We know. I know, story. but Jordan can lose. Then we also talk about it doesn't matter that Jordan's lost in the first round and LeBron hasn't. And then it's like this is at the end of their careers. Like let's yeah. So this like, is more okay. of a reason of, or more of a time that it would make sense for somebody not to make the finals. And you say that makes his story get worse. I just find that interesting. Okay, fair enough. Um, we have well, William King says Kobe's top two. That's wrong. I'm sorry, bro. George George will disagree with that also. He's, uh, you can make an argument for him being top five. I don't think I'm not. I don't even have him in my top five personally. I, I personally do not have him in my top five either. But I don't. But you could make an argument for him being in the top five. Yeah, you can make an argument. Yeah. I personally think Shaq is better than him, but that's me. Yep. Uh, Devin said Kobe played both eras. I don't look at rings. It's kind of like I'm, kind of like I don't look at a person for their skin. Kobe played both eras. He wasn't as dark and cruel person as Jordan, although he did have the rape scandal. But in general, I hated Kobe, but respected him because who he was on and off the court. That's what people are taking away from LeBron. Uh, uh, said, I don't care. I'm a witness. And then uh, Rex said, I can't get, it can't get worse for LeBron at this point. No one remembers the end of uh, Jordan. Arthur. Did you just end of Jordan? I think he accidentally tagged a friend because of Jordan. Oh, that's funny. Uh, no one remembers the end of Jordan. That's true. Omar said Kobe, Jordan, and um, Omar said Kobe, Jordan, and James. Greatest of all time. Doesn't matter what order. And then said, okay, now y'all are crazy. Hello, I hate Kobe, and I say he's deaf top three. I don't think he's top three. I think you can make an argument. That's fine. Yeah, but I just don't think he is. But you can make an argument. I just think it's interesting that. His first three championships, he wasn't even the best player on the team. Right. That's like saying, because Dwayne Wade has the same amount of rings as LeBron, that mm-hmm. he's better than him. But it's like, obviously, Dwayne Wade was not 
the best player on those Miami Heat teams. Right. It was, it was LeBron James on the two. 100%. But um, I don't know. It's hard. None of us probably even watching the show ever watched like Bill Russell or any of the guys. If you did. <laughs> let me know. <laughs> so I don't know about that stuff, obviously. And that's one thing that's always going to be difficult about sports mm-hmm. is what did people see and what did they not? Exactly. And, yeah, we can go off statistics, but – who knows what the NBA was like back then? Actually, we know people were part-time basketball players. So right. it's interesting. All right. Let's get to the over-unders. Guys, over-unders. Um, please, when I, I'm going to read out a team, and we're going to read out their over-under. George and I are both going to give our guesses. Go ahead in the comments and tell us if you think it's going to be over or under that number of wins. We're going to start off in alphabetical order with the Atlanta Hawks. Okay. Their over-under is 27 and a half wins. Seems a little high. I mean, I, I mean, who's their best player? Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, yeah. Who just has like an assault case now. Yeah. I'm, uh, is this team just destined to be NBA TV? I, how many more wins also do you upgrade them for losing Dwight Howard? None at this point because of how bad the team is. If the team was in their the good state and lost Dwight Howard where they still had like Millsap is and a couple Brace of people. Is their second best player? Baysmore. 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 Uh, Is he their second best player? Quite possibly. So I would just... Um, are you ready? How are they going to sell any tickets? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not worried about them. I'm taking them under. All right, me too. I'm not going to over-talk about teams that are just completely awful. They're, they're, they're definitely the under. They have nobody except for Schroeder. Boston Celtics, 53 and a half. It's an interesting one. How many wins did they have last year? Like 53? I think right around there. 55. I'm, we got to remember one thing that we I was showing you two nights ago. Isaiah Thomas had the highest points per game of all time as a Boston Celtic. So right. last year was an extra... Like, last year was a little extra special. They had 53 last year. Exactly. Okay. Um, I'm going to go over. I think they get a little bit better this year. I'm not going too much over, but over. I'm going to take 53 wins. Cavs had 51 last year. I'm going to take the under. I think they're going to probably, like I said, I'm not very sold on this team. I see them more like a, I'm looking at the standings from last year. Washington Wizards last year were a 49 and 33 team at the four Mm -hmm. seed. That is almost exactly what I see for a Boston Celtics this year. I think they're extremely overrated. Mm-hmm. And the reason I find them overrated is not just because of that youth. And as I'm more thinking about it is, man, we really don't. And this is something that can com- Remember, you, you've said it best. The narrative can change at any time. Right. But we've never seen Kyrie be a leader mm-hmm. on his own. And so is he going to have that mindset to change and he's going to go well? Or if it like this is where it could either go really bad or really good. We don't know if Kyrie's actually going to now be like a great number one for a team. We True. don't know. So you're betting he's not. I'm not betting he's not. Well, Forty three and thirty. Forty nine and thirty three is a, it'd be a top three seed in the. Yeah, but you so you, but you think he makes them worse than Isaiah Thomas? Uh, well, the, man, there's they've lost eight players from last year. It's a different team. So I'm not right. saying they're making him worse. I think they're better in the two, three-year span than with Isaiah Thomas. I think last year was as good as they were. Even if they kept Isaiah Thomas this year, I don't think they would have been as good as they were last year. 
obviously Isaiah Thomas was kind of banged up now. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think the height of Isaiah Thomas's basketball playing career. Okay. So my thing with Kyrie also, I think it's going to take some time for Kyrie and Gordon Hayward and this team and two young guys to grow together. So I'm not betting against Kyrie being a leader. I'm betting against him being an overnight make your team a 55 win team as him as the number one guy overnight. Okay. I think in a long term stretch, Boston made the right ter- right move long term, but right. for sure. I mean, not even close. So I'm just gonna go up the under, um, but but slightly by three or four games. Fair enough. Um, let's go. Uh, every five teams, uh, I'm gonna go through the comments. So keep commenting what you guys think. Um, Brooklyn Nets 26 and a half. I like D'Angelo Russell. I think this is he's in a good situation here. Who else do they have other than D'Angelo Russell now? Okay, I'm going to tell you this. They have a good lineup in my eyes. I'm going to go with the over, and then I'm going to read you the lineup. 26 and a half. Okay, here we go. They picked up Damari Carroll, mm-hmm. Alan Crabb, R- Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Jeremy Lin, Timothy Mozgov, uh, D'Angelo Russell, Quincy AC. <laughs> like, so, so this team is bad, not... They're bad, but they're not god-awful. Yeah. Tyler Zeller, they're not like the worst team I've ever seen in the world. Right, but and they're not good either. No, not at all. But for a team, they won 20 games last year. I think they're a little better than twenty ga- than last year's 20 wins. So, Did you say they're 26 and a half over yeah, under? Yeah, I'm going to take them at the over. I think they're going to get 28 wins. I, I, I'm going to take them on the under, but I think they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. I mean, I'm maybe 25, 26. Six wins. I just, I kind of like this uh, Jeremy Lin D'Angelo. Yeah, so Russell do I. I. I think it's going to be highly entertaining. But is that going to produce wins? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Yep. All right. This one's an interesting one, George. The Charlotte Hornets, 42 and a half. Remember, the Hornets have lost Batum for quite some time. The Hornets last year ended at 36. Um, they're at 42 and a half this year. I think Batum is um, out for a little bit of time, quite some time actually. But they picked up Dwight Howard. That's a subtraction. No, I subtraction I've heard some things. If you can get Michael Jordan to lock Dwight Howard in a room and yeah, just it, fuck him up mentally yeah, in a good that, way. It, the, yeah, but Michael Jordan probably hurt his feelings. You never know. Do you hear what Dwight Howard said about uh, – what was it? It was on Bill Simmons' podcast. Joe House. Hmm. Um, oh, they asked him if you won the NBA championship, would you go to the White House? And he said, "No, but I'd go to the Dwight, Dwight House. House." Yeah, I saw that. I was like, "This guy, get this guy out of here." Yeah, he's such a dumb fuck. Yeah. I'm taking the under just because they have Dwight Howard. Uh, I'm taking the under because of Nicholas Batum's injury, it, not because of Dwight Howard at all. Because in the East, they would have, I think, they could have been a 45 win team with. Kemba Walker, Dwight Howard, Batum. They they actually have a, and Malik Monk. I think is gonna have a good rookie season. Yeah, they have a very talented I like, roster. I like their jerseys. No, they have a talented roster. They have Michael Carter Williams, Nicholas Batum, Dwight Howard, Frank Kaminsky, Kid Gilchrist, Jeremy Lamb, Malik Monk, uh, Marcus Page now, Kemba Walker, but they are Marvin a Williams. Team in the East. Yes, if they stay healthy, and so I, that's where I'm on my in between is right now. Uh, I'm going to go with the under because of Batum's injury. And Batum actually had a very productive season last year before, mm-hmm. you know, now he's, he's hurt, so it's going to be a little tougher. But uh, I'm going to go with the under. But don't be shocked if this team slides into the playoffs. Cool. 
Um, one more team, and then we'll get a we'll do uh, the comments really quick, and then keep going. Chicago Bulls, twenty-two and a half. The dramatic change from last year. Go ahead. Twenty-two and a half. I'm gonna go with the under. Um, they're last year with Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler. They won forty-one games. Okay, I'm gonna double that down. There, this is the roster, George. Do you want to know? Do you want to know the the roster? Absolutely. I think their best player is um, Zach Levine. They have Jeremiah Grant. Zach Levine's their best player. That's they have Jaron Grant, Justin Holiday, Zach Levine, Robin Lopez, Quincy Pondexter, Cameron Payne, Valentine, Chris Dunn, Kay Felder, Cristiano Felicio. This team's awful. Laurie Mackin and Markin and whatever his name was. I think this team loses. 20 more games than they lost last year. If you win 41 games of Butler and, and uh, Wade, you, I think you're definitely going to be at the under and 22 Rondo. and a half. Yeah, and Rondo. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to be the worst team in the NBA. So I'm taking it under. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm projecting under 20 wins for them. Maybe like 18. Yeah, I think they're the worst team in the league. And I think the East is definitely improved, not like top-heavy-wise, but just in general, there's some young teams that are, are better and if you're going to be that bad, you're going to definitely grab a couple more losses. I think the middle of the Eastern Conference has gotten a lot better. Well, from like four down even, it's got better. Because yeah. you look at, you got like the Heat are going to be better because mm-hmm. you saw them pick it up at the end of the year last year. You have the Heat, even the Bucks, the Hornets are better. The um, we're just, the Pistons are going to be right about the same, actually. The Pacers got worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just a couple. I think the Knicks are even going to be better without Carmelo. Mm-hmm. There's just a couple of teams that are all just a little, little bit better. Not like Absolutely. nothing, nothing dramatic, but good enough. Even the, the magic must get better, right? Right. With with their with their team, you have the 76ers are obviously going to be better than 28 wins, I think. Absolutely. Okay, a couple comments. Um, where are we at? Devin says he has Cavs today. One, by the way, 119-110. Omar says under for the Hawks, under for Boston. I barely give them 45 wins. Oh, so he sees it how I see it. Barely, I think forty-five. They'll get forty-five, right? Yeah, That's. I think they're gonna be the one seed in the East. I don't think so. I don't, I don't see it. Um, Devin said, "I don't see defense for the Celtics. Celtics are gonna have to play scrappy type basketball to make up for the lack of defense." Um, Omar said, "It's a whole new team. It all depends on Irving." And then for the second team, we said, "I don't know. I, I think it was the Falcons, maybe, or I, or not the Falcons. Sorry, the Haw- Hawks." He said, "Laughing faces under." Williams said. Um, the Cavs second unit would make the playoffs in the East. That's true. They actually would. They'd be like the eight seed. Yeah, possibly. Like once, let's say once, uh, what's his name comes back, um, Isaiah Thomas. Then the second oh, yeah. unit's gonna be like Tristan Thompson, Derrick Rose, Kyle Korver, J.R. Smith, and then you could Jay Crowder or Jeff Green. Like it's a pretty good second unit yeah, for the absolutely. East. Um. Um. William King says Hawks sub under the bottom Bulls under uh, Omar says trash can for the Bulls. Omar, you need a green dumpster for the Bulls. And this is what William said. Omar said no more below 500 teams in the playoffs in the East. I agree with that though. I think they're all going to be above 500. All right. Let's go through these quickly. All right. Houston Rockets, 54 and a half. Oh, sorry. Go, sorry. Sorry. I'm way off. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, 54 and a half. I'm taking the under there. I don't like their... I don't know. I don't like how J.R. Smith's talking like, oh, I don't like that Dwayne Wade is a starter. I was really bothered by that. I just don't think this team – 
I feel like they're like you put together a bunch of talent, but I don't think they fit too well together. I think they'll get better throughout the season. I think they only care about the playoffs. I don't really think they care about the regular season. So I think if they wanted to win 55 games or 56 games, they could, but I don't think they care to. I'm going to go over. They had 51 wins last year with an extreme lack of lack of depth, mm-hmm. um, not a full second unit. They had a partial second unit. They were like seven to eight deep. This year, they're about 10 to 11 deep. So I'm going to go with the over, and I agree with you 100% that I do not think they care about the regular season. Um, I just think if they were able to win 51 games the way I saw resting and um, – LeBron's going to rest this year too. Yeah, no, I understand. But the schedule is more spread out, so there's going to be less resting because Adam Silver put restrictions on it. So either way, I see – even if there's – that's my whole point. If they were able with the resting last year in the exact same way it was last year, 51 wins, I see with the better second unit and a better team overall, I'm going to I'm gonna have them right around 55 to 56 wins. All right. So I'm going to take the over. Um, Dallas Mavericks, 35 and a half. That's high, it feels like. I yeah. I like Dennis Smith Jr. I think he's going to be the best rookie. In the, him or Ben Simmons are going to be the best rookies this year. Um. I'm going to go with the slight under because they play in the West. But I think they're going to be highly entertaining and a lot better. I mean, they got Dirk Nowitzki, Harrison Barnes, and Dennis Smith Jr. as, I guess, their three main players. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Did you pick? Yeah, I, didn't I said under. I said I'm going oh. slightly under. Oh, I'm going to go with the slight over. I think they're going to win 36 okay. games. I, the, the over is 35. I think they're going to miss the playoffs. 36 games. I still trust that a guy like Dirk's gonna he's gonna play hard, work yeah. hard. Harrison Barnes is gonna keep trying to prove himself for his contract. Um, I think Nerlens Noel is trying to get a big time contract. Um, and Dennis Smith, I feel like as a fun rookie, can win you a solid four or five games on his own, just like of a big performance. I think they're gonna be a fun team to watch. I agree, and that's why I'm gonna have him at the slight over, like 36, <laughs> 37 wins. Missed the playoffs still, but show some promise with the young talents and. And I know Dirk's not just going to lay eggs and be like, oh, whatever, who cares? Exactly. He'll, he'll try. Um, and I was thinking, maybe we'll stop at the Miami Heat today, or we can go through this full thing and do the futures tomorrow. That's what I was thinking, too. Okay, we'll do futures tomorrow? Sure. Cool. Okay. Um, Denver Nuggets. Even though, but you're not going to give out your futures on your show then? No. Okay, cool. Um, I'll never give them out on the show. We're going to do it here. Yeah, right? exactly. No just, point. No, no, just yeah. Um, Denver said 43 Denver is 43 and a half. You go first. I have so many different thoughts on this one. I'm going to take the under. Um, now, I know a lot of people are hyped on this this Denver team. I'm not necessarily one of those people. I think I like, I like the Joker. I'm a big fan of uh, Millsap, of course, but they have no guard play. Moutier has been awful NBA player. Like His per has been... His PER has been horrible. Jamal Murray is a streaky shooter that we haven't seen anything great out of him yet. And I just don't trust in the West to be able to pull out enough games to be about 500. I think they're going to be like a 40 to 41 win team. So I'm going to take the slight under, and I think they're going to miss the playoffs. I think they're going to be one of those teams that remind me of almost the New Orleans where we see some good pieces in them, but like they might disappoint you in that a little below 500 range. Yeah, I'm going to go with the over. I think this team's going to be really entertaining to watch, and I think they're going to pass the ball well. I think they're well coached. And I think, look, 
the home court advantage in Denver actually I think is going to play a huge role there. Um, teams, especially on East Coast teams, coming on. I know this is dorky, but coming on back-to-back nights and they have to from Utah to Denver and the high elevation, usually they run those games, those teams off the court because of the high elevation and all that. I know it's dorky, but that's why I think they're going to go over. I think they're home. They're going to be really good at home. They're going to be shaky on the road and they're going to pull up, you know, 45, 46 wins and be a six seed in the West. I mean, they were like a sub 500 team at home, but... (laughs) They're, I mean, there's well last year they weren't that good last year. Yeah, they were 40 games last year. Yeah, I know, but there were some. They missed the playoffs by a game. I know. So that's where I see how much better are they going to get this year? Five, six wins with Millsap. I don't know about that. I think they. I think they're going to take a step back. Um, a couple comments we have. We had um, William saying. How is LeBron winning MVP if he's sitting games and his team is not the number one seed? I don't think he's gonna win MVP. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna win MVP this year. I don't. I think he's gonna. I think we're, at first we're gonna think he is because he's gonna try, and I think near the end of the year he's gonna stop trying, and then maybe. And it's gonna give be given to somebody, some hype person. Like you know, I, say, I just gave out my uh, MVP pick. Yeah. Well, we'll go over the odds for them too. Yeah, I mean, um, that doesn't mean I necessarily. Yeah, we'll talk about later. Omar says under for Mavs. William says under. Omar says Mavs would be the bottom team in the Southwest Division. Wouldn't be shocking. Omar also said um, uh, under for the Nuggets. They're going to have a minor setback. I think they'll also miss the playoffs. And Tyler said six seed for the Nuggets with 20 question marks. Whoa. Yeah, that's, I mean, they're a pretty good team. I mean, I think they're projected and they're over under. Like in the West, I'd probably with the 44 and a half, I'd project them as the seventh seed. Um, six seed. Six seed, right? Yes. Yeah, they're six. They have the six highest over under in the West, so that's. I think that's where they are about. I think it's Either. high. Yeah. I I think Portland's in a lot better basketball team than oh, them. I, but. I don't. Portland? Yeah, I don't think Portland's a lot better. Oh, they, they have guard play and they hit threes. This is how I see it at least. Yeah. I don't know. NBA is weird. Um, R F Garaza eight on Periscope says K Leonard MVP. I am not a huge. Kawhi Leonard, like, being a super great kind of guy. Yeah, but, I mean, to give him some credit, not Kawhi, this, whoever just commented. If they win 55 games, he can be the MVP. Like, the media falls in love with some players, and then all of a sudden that's all they talk about, and then they win MVP. Like, was Russell Westbrook the best player in the league last year? No. Was Steph Curry the best player in, in the league three years ago? No. Was Derrick Rose the best player in the league? No. no. Okay. So... <laughs> Yeah, so nah, he could still win. I mean, if he wills them to it, he's the best player on a team that people don't even consider Aldridge a great player anymore. If they win above 50 games, 55 games, that's just – it's on Kawhi's back. Detroit Pistons, 38 and a half. I don't like this team at all, nor how they're built. I mean, is Andre Drummond – you're going to win with Andre Drummond as your best player? Probably not, so I'm going under yeah, I'm also going to go with the under. I don't like that team at all, and I think this is the end of the Van Gundy era. Fair enough. Didn't work out very well. And on Periscope, he said, what best two-way player without a doubt? No, no, I get that. I'm just not sold on the fact that, like, he's – my think his most – he said, who else plays both sides of the court better? Nobody. I just don't think – I think he is the best two-way player when you talk about his offensive talent, defense yeah. talents, but scoring. But what we don't realize is – first of all, what was, what's his career high in assist? What was it, like George? Seven. Like seven. I mean, he's not like an all-around 
phenomenal offensive talent. I just think he's, he's extremely, extremely consistent on the offensive defense end. And like George said, yeah, score. Yeah, he's a good scorer. He's not. I wouldn't necessarily say he's a great offensive player, but I agree with that. Yeah. Um, quickly, comments. We have Tyler saying GNS might go off this season. NBA wants another face. Yes. George said that last night, didn't you? I said he, uh, he could go off. I want to see how his jumper is progressing. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Devin said, you all know Kawhi's career high in assists in the game. just said That's funny. Yeah, seven. Like, That's why I don't find him to be this extreme, extreme off and down. Omar says Pistons under as well. Um, yeah, I just don't like that team. Warriors, 67 and a half. I'm going should we call, should we stop on this one and then finish the over unders tomorrow as well? Let's stop on the Rockets. There's two okay, more. Okay, cool. I'm taking the over. I think they're on a different. I think they're trying to prove something different this year. <laughs> I really do. I I think last year they what won 68 or 67. Uh, they won 67 or 68. 67. 67. That's what Kevin Durant missed. So that's why they made it 67 and a half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. And that's with Kevin Durant missing time. I just think the Warriors know that, okay, if they win a championship, cool. Everyone's going to still say the same thing. Oh, you have, you're all front runners. Kevin Durant had to come. You won 73. You went 73 and 9, and you didn't win the NBA championship. I'm not saying they're going to go better than 73 and 9, but I'm saying they're going to try to win as many games as possible. And that's why I think they'll over. This for me is a tough one because it's it's one of those. There's obviously, I'm obviously not going to bet it. Yes, this is what, <laughs> this is that's kind of my point. Yeah. This is one of those where it's like I would not bet either way because two things I wouldn't be shocked about what you said where they're like you know what like we have enough talent where we're not even going to be tired for the playoffs and we can fuck the world and win seventy five games absolutely. And there's a theory where they're like they have these couple guys that have experienced this before named Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. They go, guys, guys, we've done this before. Like we had the 73 and what happened? We started getting fatigued in the finals. Let's be smart about this. We don't need to go for a record. And then I could see them winning 65 games and still winning the West. So like, I don't see them losing any more than 15 to 16 games. They lost 15 games last year. And I think they, they pretty much had the, Pedal to the metal last year, minus Durant's injury. Absolutely. But, well, I mean. But they started slow, remember that. Yeah, and I think they might start slow again. I, this is, here's the thing. Regardless of who you are in the NBA, sometimes it is hard to start hot, even if you're right. a great team. Sometimes it takes time. Their first preseason That's game, true. they shot three for 36 from three or something like that. I mean, yeah. especially with the type of team they are, it can get streaky at times, especially in the beginning of the season, until it clicks. And once, but once it clicks for this Warriors team, I mean, I'm not shocked if they hit a 20, 25 game stretch of not losing. Yeah, or maybe that's what they try to do. Maybe they try to beat the all-time winning streak and then calm down. Yeah, I'm going to go with the under. I'm okay. going to say they win 67. You can make an argument either way. I say they win 67 again, same exact <laughs> record. So I'll win it by a half there. Um, last one for today, and then we'll start off with the Pacers tomorrow. We're going to go out to Houston Rockets, 54 and a half. I think this is one of the most intriguing ones to me. They won 55 games last year. All right. They won 55 last year? Yes. God. <laughs> they had a great see, 55 and 27 last year. I'm taking, to be honest, I'm taking the under. I think, it's, I, I think they're going to be a good team. 
And I think I just think it's going to take a little bit to click between Harden and Paul with one ball, both being ball handlers. I just don't know how it's going to work, and I think they're going to figure out how it's going to work, but it just might take a little bit, so they might get off to a little bit of a slower start. I mean, I still think they win 54, 53 games, but I'm going to go slight under, but that doesn't mean necessarily they're bad. I just think it means it's going to take just a little bit longer for them to get going. Straight up. Um, this is tough. On, I'm thinking about it for a second, but on Periscope, R, F, Gara, Garza, 8, said the West is stacked under. I think that was for, yeah, yeah, no, no, I think that was for the Warriors, Warriors. a minute ago, but I think probably applies for both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, and by the way, thank you for uh, watching today. Go ahead and follow me on Periscope or on Twitter if you if you do enjoy the show, or you can watch us on Facebook.com slash Sant Live. Love um, it. S-O-N-T-L-I-V-E. That's where most of our viewership comes, and that's where I'll be reading these comments right now. And then I'm going to answer your question about the over-under. Um, William said, Warriors 1, Rockets 2, Spurs 3, OKC 4, Minnesota 5, Memphis 6, Portland 7, and 8, New Orleans. I like that. Actually, mm-hmm. tomorrow I'll give you guys my seeds for the I'm, East and West. I'm giving out my power ranking top 10 in NBA today. But well, but like eight of those teams are going to be from the West anyway. So, yeah. so but well, do you want to do our things tomorrow? Sure. Yeah, I am... Um, I've been missing the playoffs. So. Omar said, I hope they get an allergic reaction when they step on the floor. I think he's talking about uh, the Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. Uh, Williams said, Houston over. Omar says, barely 50 wins, I think. Is that, that's a Houston fan. That's a Houston fan. And then Tyler said, Clippers, William. So here's the interesting uh, thing the about Clippers this. Are, uh, uh, the Clippers are going to be so intriguing. I think they're going to be really good. Uh, this is a tough part. I don't know. I think Minnesota could disappoint us. Memphis could be good or disappoint us. Portland could be good or disappoint us. New Orleans could be good or disappoint us. There's like eight teams that could be good or disappoint us. But before we sign out, I have a question for you. Yeah. So Blake Griffin was supposed to be out till December. Like now he's playing in the preseason and he's playing in the regular season. Like has anyone said what happened? Like I just, nope. Like, <laughs> I called George one night and I said, "Remember, I, I remember. I, I was like, hey, bro. Um, I just saw. Uh, I was like, I just saw a." Highlight of Blake Griffin playing in the preseason. I was like, "Isn't he out till Christmas?" And George's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, he's playing." And I like went on Twitter, and the people were just like, "Nice move by Blake Griffin." I was like, "What about the fact that he, he was supposed to have surgery and be out for three months?" Yeah, it, it, it's like no one's even mentioned it. Yeah, and like that plays a big difference to the season. Oh, completely. Especially to over unders. I, I think um, he's a sleeper MVP candidate. I'm not saying he's gonna win the MVP. I don't. I'm not saying you should bet on it. I'm just saying he's gonna be a sleeper MVP candidate. Yeah, I think he he could win it if he stays healthy. Well, All depends on those guys. Like, if he's in LA. He he could become the media darling. Of we'll the talk about this tomorrow. That was that's the that's the MVP talk. I still want to give you my over under. I'm going over with the Rockets. I think they're gonna be the same exact record as last year. So I don't see them being worse or much better. I think they're gonna be a two to three seed like last year win 55 to 60 games like last year yeah. and even with because even without Chris Paul they had some up and downs last year with just having one star I think with Chris Paul I don't think it's going to take them much time to click they've been playing in Drew League all, all summer together the, the NBA one thing we're starting to see teams figure out when they join like figure out not like be championship level right. teams, but they know how to win some games together. Um, so I'll take the slide over. I think there's only a couple teams that are going to be over 55 games, and that's going to be probably obvious. It's going to be three or four teams in the West, and I think there'll be one of them. But 
Um, would it would it shock me if they hit the under? Absolutely not. If they win fifty, you know, yeah. uh, they're gonna make the playoffs. I'll tell you that. Um, and then. Last but not least, let me read through a couple comments and we're going to sign off. All right. Um, Omar says Clippers will miss out. Tyler says Memphis, no way. Memphis has been there every single year. So I know, but I think this is finally. Conley is a like top six point guard in the NBA that gets slept on a lot. Yeah. Um, Williams says Clippers are out. I don't know. Tyler said that's his team now and the ball is his. Uh, Williams said Houston lost Beverly, gained Chris Paul. Go check out their bench. Very nice. Yeah, I, that's why I think Houston's going to be the over. And Tyler said, William, I'd take Clippers over Memphis any days. Clippers are deep. I think the Clippers are very deep. I'm yes, excited yeah. to see the Clippers. They're actually one of the more fun teams to watch. Yes. With definitely. Gallinari and all, and, and Patrick Beverly is going to be. As long as they stay healthy. Yeah. It's, oh God. Yeah. Everybody. Um, and then Omar says, Rockets, it's on tonight. Happy NBA Tuesday, NBA starter. Tomorrow we're going to go through. From the Pacers down. And then give our coach of year, MVP. MVP, all that year, stuff. Six man. And then yeah. maybe we'll probably talk about the games from last night. We'll see what else happens. Talk about baseball maybe and football. It just depends on what happens. Yeah, I'll be talking a little bit of baseball, football, and NBA on my show here in an hour. And me at noon. So tune in, 10.30 Pacific time for George. Noon Pacific time for me. Thanks to everybody on Periscope, best family ever on Periscope and Facebook. Thank you to all of you guys. I love you guys. Um, episode 228, George. Wow. We're getting up there. So we've been coming at you live and direct from the Sun Life Studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for watching on Facebook.com slash Life or on our personal Periscopes. Uh, George or Sammy over there. G. George over here. Thank you for watching. Stay cool, America and the rest of the world and the NBA. Go LeBron. Our podcast. Find us on iTunes. It's on live. Peace. Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right. Get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822 to 828 and online 822 to 824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.